levels of leadership I uh, it had been in my mind uh, over the last week uh, to teach I wanted to teach on the five levels of leadership and then this weekend Heather I looked up um, on my uh, I, I keep track of when I teach things uh, and there are always new teachings that I'm constantly coming out with but I also um, I don't want to say recycle but I, I bring it back uh, material that I've trained on before and so if you're watching this live right now, uh, if you're watching this recorded, this is the first time I recorded it. But if you're watching this live, you may have seen this before. But all week I was just thinking about the five levels of leadership and uh, how it'd be so good to talk about. And I looked up and I was like, surely I've covered that already this year. It's been over a year uh, since I last covered this uh, live anyway. So uh, I wanted to bring it back. The five levels of leadership. Let's jump right into the resource. It is a book. <laughs> Shocker. Uh, John Maxwell wrote a book called The Five Levels of Leadership. John has talked about the five levels of leadership uh, for years and years and years in uh, other books that he's done, but um, uh, finally wrote the book, The Five Levels of Leadership. I encourage you to read it. Uh, my talk on the five levels of leadership is not my idea. Uh, it's my commentary on his idea. Uh, other books have quoted John Maxwell with the five levels of leadership. So this is... Um, uh, it's it's pretty broadly accepted, uh, and John Maxwell is pretty broadly accepted as the leader on leadership. I think he's got over 80 books currently in print. Currently in print, 80 books is ridiculous amount of number. That's a huge number. Over 100 he's written, uh, and some of them are not in print anymore, but uh, this book still is. Pick it up at your uh, local Amazon delivery to your front door. Overview. So we're going to dive into these. So if you're trying to uh, uh, write all this down real quick, don't worry about it. We're going to dive into each one of these. This is just giving you an overview right up front. Uh, but the, uh, the five levels of leadership starts off with position. Uh, that's number one. The second level of leadership is permission. The third level of leadership is production. The fourth level of leadership is people development. And the fifth level of leadership is pinnacle. Uh, we're going to dive into each one of these five uh, now. So number one, uh, positional leadership. Uh, yeah, there you go. There's an animation of what I just said. <laughs> Sometimes I forget my own uh, wittiness on PowerPoints. Uh, and then we go up to, of course, five uh, level leadership. Respect people follow because of who you are and what you re represent. I'm going to dive in deeper on this, so don't worry about getting all those notes down there. Why study the five levels? Uh, it provides a clear picture of leadership. Ever since I was exposed to uh, the idea by John Maxwell of five levels of leadership, and you can actually like climb the ladder. I, I don't know how many of you are competitive. I like climbing the ladder. I like seeing how high I can get, how good I can do. And uh, ever since I heard it, a lot of times I filter things through that. Uh, some of you guys hear me talk a lot in, uh, in coaching conversations, and I, I filter through uh, Jim Collins' Good to Great, the, the flywheel and doom loop. I filter things through that, and I filter things through five levels of leadership. I filter things through Stephen Covey's uh, breaking down of, of how you can spend your time in, in those four quadrants. So like, those are, these are filters that I, or lenses, I guess I, I could say, I see the world through and I judge myself on. Um, and so this provides a clear level, uh, a picture of leadership. Number two, it defines leading as a verb and not as a noun. You know, a leader versus leading. Um, that's, that's how you move up in the five levels is, is with the verb side of it. Uh, number three, it breaks down leadership in understandable steps. 
it's a it's a clear roadmap of you do this, then this, then this, then this, and you should be there, right? Number four, it provides a game plan for leadership development. It's not just giving you the step-by-step, step, but it's, we're going to show you in this, in the book, goes into more detail of what you got to do to move to the next level. And then number five, it aligns leadership practices, principles, and values. This is why you should study the five levels. I, I think uh, uh, as you um, hear this today, I, I, I encourage you, pick up the book and read it and really start studying the five levels of leadership. I, it's kind of fun, honestly, to judge, <laughs> I know, it's always fun to judge others, right? But it is fun to judge the world's leaders from a lens of the five levels of leadership. Uh, and the first time I heard John Maxwell teach this, um, he, uh, it, was, um, it was right after President Obama was elected. I was in a live uh, meeting in Washington, D.C. with John Maxwell. There was about 60 of us there. And uh, he, you know, from a leadership perspective, got to digest the, uh, the, the election, got to digest previous uh, presidents and we got to hear his thoughts on what presidents were what level of leaders and um, and he's like hey just just take a pill I'm not talking politics here I'm talking leadership I don't care Republican or Democrat a good leader is a good leader and matter of fact one of his favorite leaders was Clinton as far as from a, a pure leadership perspective he he appreciated and, and respected Clinton's leadership ability and so he's like people get offended by that because they're so focused on the politics of things but quit doing that I am enjoying <laughs> really from a, a kind of sick perverse way i really enjoy seeing the news and and the feeds from a leadership perspective and saying well, that's that's straight up positional leader that's number one right oh oh that guy's number four like it's just it's fun looking at it so i, I challenge you to, to to start seeing it through that lens and, and quit focusing so much on opinions uh important insights Number one, you can move up a level, but you never leave the previous one behind. These, these levels build on each other. It's not, well, now I'm a level two. It's not like you suddenly forget level one because you're a level two. It builds on it. It's not like when you uh, went to first grade that you forgot everything you learned in kindergarten. Uh, it builds on itself. Number two, you're not on the same level with every person. I love when I talk to somebody, they go, yeah, I read that book. I think I'm a, I'm a level four leader. I go, with who? <laughs> because it, it varies person by person. Now, you, you may have a general overall leadership uh, ability, uh, but, uh, oops, but with that new person that you just met, they don't know you, uh, and so you're starting all over again with them. The higher you go, the easier it is to lead. Uh, clearly, the, the better the world recognizes you as a leader, the easier it is to lead other people. Number four, the higher you go, the more time and commitment is required to win a level. Level one is the, the fastest to get. Level two is a little bit, takes a little bit longer. Level three, a little bit longer. Level four, a little bit longer. Level five may take a lifetime. Number five, uh, moving up levels occur slowly, but going down can happen quickly. How many times in our lifetimes have we seen leaders at the top of the world suddenly come crumbling down to be the scourge of the earth, right? And it just, it happens, happens in an instant, just like that. Number six, the higher you go, the greater the return. Number seven, moving farther up always requires further growth. You cannot get there with what got you here. You, you've got to grow to get there. You can't do it with what you got now. You've got to add to what you've got now. Number eight, not climbing the levels limits you and your people. The, the, when you refuse to, to, to push towards those higher levels of leadership, the people following you are actually the ones that suffer. You suffer too, but worse to me is when the people that are following you are suffering. That's even worse than, than you suffering. 
Number nine, when you change positions or, or organizations, you seldom stay at the same level. So this is John Maxwell talking, a CEO who is CEO at this company moves over here. He hasn't proven himself over here yet. He's still got to, or she still has to prove themselves all over again. And number 10, you cannot climb the levels alone. It's the five levels of leadership. So if you're doing it alone, you're, you're really just on a walk. You're not actually leading anybody. So let's start with level one, position. I'm gonna move through this quickly. So write quickly or you know, take pictures with your phone or if you're watching this on the computer, just do screenshots. Or if you're watching this later, just hit the pause button if you need to. All right, level one, positional leader writes. People follow because they have to, okay? The only influence a positional leader has is that which comes with the job title. People follow because they have to. A level one leader is CEO. Now, a CEO could be more than a level one leader, but the title gives that person the position, right? It may be a president. <laughs> president is a title that, that makes you a leader, right? But it, it's a positional leader. Uh, it's, not, it's not the highest form of leadership. It's just a title. Uh, positional leadership is based on rights granted by the position and title. Um, when I was, I was reviewing this and, and going through some notes and, 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 and kind of glancing into uh, some John Maxwell stuff, and I thought, I thought as a parent, how many times have I said, because I said so? I, I remember one time we were in a Jason's Deli, Heather, you and I, and, uh, this, this, and we didn't have kids yet. And so as parents, people who don't have kids, they always judge others and how they parent. I mean, it's just what we do. We, we did it. Right. And then we got kids. We're like, I'm so sorry that I ever judged parents. But we see this mom dragging this little girl to the bathroom. It looked like a spanking was about to go down. And uh, you got to come to the bathroom. And, and, and the little girl's, why? Why? And the mom says, because I said so. And Heather said, I'm never going to say that to our kids. You know, I'll never say that. And I said, well, let's role play that. Let's ro it took me 30 seconds to break her down on role play. I said, Even, I mean, look, I, I think as a parent, some it, it sometimes because I said so is the reason for them to do it because you are the authority right because i said so but positional leaders only use that because i said so they don't have any other tools in their arsenal it's be because i'm dad that's why as bill cosby say i brought you into this world i take you out make one look just like you so <laughs> nothing is wrong with having a leadership position everything is wrong with using position to get people to follow there's nothing wrong with being CEO. There's nothing wrong with having a title senator or governor or principal, teacher. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Everything is wrong with using that position to get people to follow. Coercion is the word I hear. People who make it to level one may be bosses, but they are never leaders. They have subordinates, not team members. They rely on rules, regulations, policies, and charts to control their people. When in doubt, create more legislation. That's what a positional leader says. When in doubt, let's add another rule. Let's, let's govern by rules rather than moving people's hearts. Let's govern that way, right? Mm. Their people only follow them within the stated boundaries of their authority. Well, I, I, <laughs> I'm sorry. You don't run my life at home. You run my life at work. So I will follow you because you're CEO at work because if I don't, you'll fire me. But when I go home, you don't, roll my, you don't run my life. How many people, we've had jobs and we said that. Hopefully none of my staff is saying that right now. <laughs> <laughs> when positional leaders ask for extra time or effort, they rarely get it. This is, this is kind of how I, 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 it's not like, a, I don't, I don't want to go through this and go, I'm not a positional leader, but I'm a CEO, right? So I have a position. Of course, I'm a level one. I'm, I'm beyond that, I hope. But, but I, you can always sort of judge where you're at based on how the people following you react. And um, I, 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 uh, 
anytime I ask, I mean, it's, it's like I'm not intentionally testing them, but if, if I were to send a message to the staff over the weekend and say, hey, can you do this for me? They do it then. It's, it's not like, they, yeah, yeah, on Monday when I get there. They don't usually say that. Now, I understand a vacation. I'm not, I'm not the, the, the domineering CEO, but I know I'm not a level one with them based on how they react to the request I have, right? Like, it's, it's, it's evident. I heard it. That's right from the staff. <laughs> All right. Now, yeah, 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 lunch is on me. They struggle. They struggle to work with volunteers, younger people, and the highly educated as these people tend to be more independent. Positional leaders can't stand independent people. Can't stand them because they can't control them. And positional leader is all about control. Position is the only level that does not require ability and effort to achieve. Anyone can be appointed to a position. You ever worked a job and go, man, anybody can be a manager. <laughs> anybody can be CEO of a company. I mean, just, just, just go check them out. Uh, I was talking to the guy the other day, and he's like, I remember, I remember about you guys at the Fitz Group that you guys are really uh, disciplined and, 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 and orderly in how you get, like, they're systematic in how you get people started. I was like, yeah, I'm kind of obsessive that way. I apologize. He goes, oh, no, I've been in the rest of the industry. I know, like, that's a poop show <laughs> out there. This is nice. It's comforting. I was like, okay, cool. So, <laughs> but anyone can build an insurance agency. Not everyone can lead agents, right? Anyone can hire them. Not everyone can lead them. Here's some beliefs that help you move to a level two. If you're at a level one, let's move you up. You got to decide that titles are not enough. Titles are not enough. I'm, I'm, I don't build my business for the titles that somebody puts on me. Uh, I'm not building it because I'm CEO of the Fitz Group. I'm not building it because I'm a senior board member with the Alliance. I'm building it because that's what I'm doing. Like I'm building my business, right? I, I, I'm not, I don't love my kids because I'm father. I, I love my kids because they're mine to love. <laughs> like they need that and I, I'm providing that. Titles are not enough. People, not position, are a leader's most valuable asset. People, not position, are a leader's most valuable asset. Are you thinking how can I promote my people or are you thinking how can i make the most on my people it'll tell you what what kind of leader you are you got to change your mindset there a leader doesn't have to have all the answers most of the time really good leaders don't <laughs> have all the answers but they can help you find the answers a good leader always includes others those are the beliefs you have to have to move up to level two a good leader always includes others. I mean, if, you, if you're going to be a leader, you have to include others. It's just part of the definition. So, moving on up, like George and Wheezy. Number two, permission. Is relationships-based, people follow because they want to. This is a good level to move to. People follow because they want to. When you like people and treat them like individuals who have value, you begin to develop influence with them. If you don't treat them with value you will not gain influence with them. just doesn't happen. You develop trust. As a level two leader, you're developing trust with the people following you. The environment becomes much more positive, whether at home, on the job, at play, or while volunteering. When you're a level two, the environment becomes better. The agenda for level two leaders isn't preserving their position. It's getting to know their people and figuring out how to get along with them. It's not, it's not how do I keep this title or how do I keep that person down it's 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 now more of of finding out what they want and helping them get it you can like people without leading them but you cannot lead people without liking them there's a tip 
You can like people without leading. There's lots of people that I like and that probably like me. I don't lead them. But, but you cannot lead people without liking them. It just it has to happen. So here's some beliefs to move you from a level two to a level three. You need to adapt to these. And it may, I don't believe in that. Okay, it's fine. Like level two is not a bad leader. Me, I like climbing the ladder. I want to be a level three. So what do I got to do? For those of you who are asking, what do I got to do to move up? Relationships alone are not enough. To go from one to a two, you got to decide that titles are not enough. Two to three, relationships are not enough. Building relationships requires twofold growth. First, growing toward each other and with each other. So in our marriage, we met, Heather and I met when we were 19, sophomores in college. I'm now 44. She's about to be 20. So that's how we've aged. Uh, I think she's actually probably regressed a little, but and uh, how she looks anyway. She's, she's getting prettier and prettier and prettier every year. She doesn't look like she's my age. I look like I'm my age. But as we've grown up, we've had to grow toward each other and with each other. If, if I was growing toward another woman, we wouldn't stay married. If, I was, if she was growing toward another man, we wouldn't, we wouldn't stay married. But, but I also, and I, I love this about Heather, the first time I met her, she challenged me to be better than I was because I thought she was better than me. And, and I wanted to, I, I couldn't be worse than her and expect to be, have a relationship with her. So we've had to grow together. I promise you, Heather loved 19-year-old Fitz, but she would not love to be married to him 21 years. She wouldn't still want to be with 19-year-old Fitz, though the other day she did buy me some Birkenstocks. She said it reminds me of when we were in college. You used to wear those all the time. And I said, get ready to me wear them again because I love those. I love them. Huh? I'm not wearing Birkenstocks with socks, man. I'm a hippie. I'm not 80. <laughs> Achieving the vision as a team is worth risking the relationships. You have to be okay potentially making somebody mad to help get them where they want to go. I, I, I'm okay ticking my kid off because my kid said, I want to do X, Y, Z, and I see the steps to get there. He doesn't because he hasn't been through that road yet, but I've been through that road, and so I know the steps that are required to get there. Like, for example, our oldest is running cross country. He wants to be a soccer player. He's like, I don't see what cross country has to do with soccer. I was like, you run all the time. <laughs> what, what, what else? <laughs> Right? Like it has everything to do with it. It's like 90% of the soccer game. You know, if you can run longer, did you ever see the movie miracle where the, about the 80, 1980 uh, hockey team that won the Olympics, the U S team he, in the movie, he had them doing these wind sprints up and down the ice rink. And he's like the leg, the, the legs feed the wolf, gentlemen, the legs feed the wolf. Like if your legs aren't underneath you, you can't play the game. It's required of you. You can't be on the sideline gasping for air and expect to be an influence in the game. So <laughs> I'm okay ticking him off a little bit to see what I know is right for him to do. But, but if I don't know where he wants to go, then I'm just being a jerk. But if I know where he wants to go, and now I'm recommending, it's different. So level two, now moving to level three, production. Level three leader is based on results, baby. People follow because of what you have done for the organization. So one of the dangers of getting to the permission level, that's level two, is uh, that a leader may be tempted to stop there, but good leaders don't just create a pleasant working environment. They get things done. I, 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 I'm not wanting to build a business that sits around a campfire singing Kumbaya all the time. I, I don't want to hug people and say, I love you, and know that they're going home, potentially losing that house tonight because we've not made them any money. They have to have both. 
Now, you can't just be just transactional with a person, and you can't just be kumbaya with a person. You, you got to have both if you're going to be a level three. They, it's really hard to influence somebody if they're worried about their next meal. It, it, it's kind of like, you know, uh, people wanting to preach to homeless. Like, that dude wants a blanket, man. <laughs> he, he wants a meal. Don't, don't try to equip him to make a lot of money if he can't, if he doesn't know where he's sleeping tonight. Like, let's, priorities. On the production level, leaders gain influence and credibility. People begin to follow them because of what they have done for the organization. Many positive things begin to happen when leaders get to level three. Work gets done. Ooh, I like that. Morale improves. So we're making, we're working. Everybody's happy. Profits go up. That's a terrible word. Staff turnover goes down and goals are achieved. It is also on level three that momentum kicks in. You want momentum in your business? Get to a level three with, your, with the people that you're leading. Leading and influencing others becomes fun at this level. Success and productivity have been known to solve a lot of problems. There's no unifier like success. No, no, no team's happy like a winning team. I, prom- no, I mean, there's nothing happier than a winning team. And I remember, I'm a Cowboys fan, so it kind of hurts me now to say this, but I remember when Ezekiel Elliott was in college, and he was playing at Ohio State. Urban Meyer was his coach, and they had just lost their first game in like two years or something crazy. And they're in the locker room, they're interviewing Ezekiel Elliott, and they're like, why do you think we lost? He's like, man, that coach didn't give me the ball. If they just listened to me, they'd give me the ball. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. They came, you came here for you to run the ball. This guy has won championships. They brought him in. They, he was winning championships when you're still wet in your pants, son. Like, he knows how to win. The, but, but the week before that, I love my coaches. They, they, I just do what they say to do. And like, he was a great unifier. That's that win. But a loss, all of a sudden a loss, everybody else is a problem. It starts disintegrating. So leading and influencing others becomes fun at this level. On level three, leaders can become change agents. They can tackle tough problems and face thorny issues. They can make the difficult decisions that will make a difference. They can take their people to another level of effectiveness. It, it, it quits becoming words and it starts becoming react, uh, uh, actions. It starts, it starts becoming real, right? It's not just theory. When you are starting to actually help people change their lives, it's a totally different ballgame. And their loyalty to you totally changes as well. They were loyal to you because you're a CEO, and you're a nice guy, so they like you. But they, they start getting out of debt. They, 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 start, they start, you know, buying a new house or giving money to their favorite charity. And, like, their life has actually changed. Different ballgame. Here's some beliefs that are going to help you move to level four. Production is not enough. Titles are not enough. Relationships are not enough. Production is not enough. People are organizations' most appreciable asset. It's, it's not just, not just the, 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 the asset that can make you money, but it can actually appreciate, which makes you more, right? And, and makes them more. Growing leaders is the most effective way to accomplish the vision. You want to go to a level four? You got to quit thinking about how to get that person to sell $10,000 a month and start thinking in terms of how to help them build a business. People development is the greatest fulfillment for a leader. I mean, going through this, there may be people going through this teaching right now going, I wish you'd teach some nuts and bolts about how to do a phone script. I know. I'm thinking bigger picture. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I, like, we have lots of videos on phone scripts. I'm trying to think about how to help you grow. 
how to help you be a better member of society, a better parent, a better brother, a brother sister, a brother, better parent, a, be, a better leader, a better insurance agent to your to your clients. Like well, that's what we're trying to do is develop here. So level three going to level four. Level four is people development. Reproduction, not as in you know making babies, but as in reproducing leaders. People follow because of what you have done for them. This puts you in a level four. Leaders become great, not because of power, but because of their ability to empower others. This is what level four leaders do. They use their position, relationships, and productivity to invest in their followers and develop them until those followers become leaders in their own right. Before we had kids, we knew how to raise agents, right? And then we had kids. And, and here's, our, here's mine and Heather's basic philosophy on raising our kids, raising our agents. It's, it's we're going to do for them until they can do for themselves. And then once they can do for themselves, we're going to let them do it. People have asked me about certain leaders in our organization. How'd you get this leader to that place? And how'd you get that leader to do this? And how'd you, I go, the biggest thing I did for that leader is I got the heck out of their way and I let them do. It's a big, it's a big deal. Production may win games, but people development wins championships. Level four leaders change the lives of people they lead. Accordingly, their people follow them because of what their leaders have done for them personally. When you've reached a level four place with people following you, they don't just talk about the money they're making. They're talking about the person that you've helped them become. And that's more than money. Like, I, I, I've enjoyed making money. And I, I like where we live. I like, I like the, 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 you know, I like our cars. I like, I, like, I, like our, I like our lifestyle. But even better, I like the person I've become in the process. I, I like that. And, and, and here's the thing. Like, the, those... The, the house eventually is going to deteriorate. That's just one of those laws of, I think, thermodynamics or whatever. Like, I think things just eventually return to the, to the earth. But, but the impact I'm having on my children is going to have an impact on their children and on their children and on their children. And in that regard, my legacy continues to live on. That's much bigger than the few dollars I made in this earth. Relationships are lifelong. Two things always happen on level four. Number one, teamwork goes to a very high level. Why? Because the high investment in people depends, uh, deepens relationships, helps people to know one another better, and strengthens loyalty. I, I'm, I'm just going to go on the record and just say, I, I think our organization, the Fitz Group, I think we've got a lot of level four leaders in our organization. And I know this because the teamwork is ridiculously awesome. I, I see it all the time in, in group conversations and people putting a message out there. Hey, can you help me? And somebody responding saying, yeah, here's the answer. And they don't make any money on that person. That's teamwork. That's, that's, that's an, an incredible culture. And I say all the time, like I'm the fits of the group. There's a group. I'm just the fits. Like there's a group of leaders we have in our organization that make that teamwork happen. And it's pretty amazing to watch. It's pretty amazing to be a part of. Number two, performance increases. When you're level four, performance, why? Because there are more leaders on the team and they help to improve everybody's performance. When they, when they recognized us with the Alliance as senior board members, I remember saying, you know, 20 years ago when I got started, Andy said, you must be a thug because you're surrounded by thugs, right? And, and now, I, I, you know, I'm a senior board member and they're like, hey, you're a great leader. It's because I'm surrounded by great leaders. That's, it's evidence of who you are as to who's following you. Okay, you want to go to a level five, here's what you got to do. The highest goal of leadership is to develop leaders, not gain followers or do work. This, this is, 
This is a belief you have to change. Well, Fitz, I don't, I don't, I don't want to develop leaders. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm not saying level four is bad. I'm just saying you're not going to level five unless you get into that place. To develop leaders, you must create a leadership culture. I think we have a leadership culture in the Fitz group. I'm, I'm very proud of that culture. Define and model good leadership. Train leaders on a regular, frequent, consistent basis. And help emerging leaders to plan and execute, fail and succeed. Review new leaders' performance and correct their errors. Error. Help them see the error of their ways. <laughs> error. Reward good leadership with pay, resources, and recognition. Beliefs to take it to a level five. Developing leaders is a life commitment, not a job commitment. Developing leaders, is, is, it, it turns into more of a calling and less of a job. You're not doing it because it pays. Oh, and it pays. But that's not why you're doing it. You're doing it for a higher reason. All right. Let's move on up to level five. Pinnacle. This leadership is based on respect. People follow because of who you are and what you represent. Now, when I first heard John Maxwell teach this, he was like, Mother Teresa <laughs> is level five leader. People who've never, who never met Mother Teresa still follow her teachings and, and ultimately respect what she's done. Billy Graham is one of those that people just, I mean, he's, at, he's been long gone now, but people just respected Billy Graham because of what he represented and, and the goodness and the, and the things that he taught. Like People just followed him. Even people who totally disagreed with him theologically admired him and respected him because of who he was. While most people can learn to climb levels one through four, level five requires not only effort, skill, and intentionality, but also a high level of talent. For a lot of us, level four is the best we can do. That's not bad. We could use a heck of a lot more level four leaders in this country, right? That's not a bad thing to be level four, but you've got to have some talent to get to level five. The individuals who reach level five lead so well for so long, they create a legacy of leadership in the organization they serve. You hear stories about like Coca-Cola when the CEO stepped down. The new CEO had been an understudy for like 20 or 30 years. They didn't miss a beat. They just kept right on going. The culture never slowed down. Uh, I went to the University of North Carolina. When Dean Smith retired, he handed the reins over to a longtime assistant. Dean Smith had been there 31 years. Bill Guthridge had been there 30 years. And as, as an assistant coach to Dean, he got to coach for a couple of years and took the team to the Final Four once. Nothing changed, right? That's a legacy of leadership in the organization. It's ironic, but one of the greatest dangers for pinnacle leaders at the top is similar to, dan to a danger in p for position leaders thinking they've arrived. That, that guy who f or a lady who, the person who finally gets that CEO title feels like they've arrived. The people who get to a level five leader can think they, they have arrived. But remember we said earlier, you get to the top, it takes a lifetime. But it just takes a moment to drop to the basement. And that happens with level five leaders too. Just because you get there doesn't mean it's now a God-given right. People follow level five because of who they are and what they represent. Level five leaders often transcend their position, their organization, and sometimes their industry. A level five leader is a leader that you can follow even though they've never done anything in your industry. Because principles are principles, and they apply here, there, and everywhere. And, and the leaders who exhibit those, the leaders who, who represent those principles, are level five leaders. And it transcends. It transcends. Thank you.
Can I help you? Sure would like to. If you're an agent with us, please go to timewithfits.com. That's timewithfitz.com to schedule a time when I can help you directly. Just pick a topic, pick a time, and we'll meet. If you're not an agent with The Fitz Group, I encourage you to go to thefitzgroup.org slash contact. Again, that's thefitzgroup.org slash contact and send us a message. See you next week.